it is <laughs> the fantasy rugby ends. <laughs> My name is Jared Dyke. I wanted to say it's stupid and let's move on, but then you kept going. I'm Ben Glauser. I don't like any way anybody handled that. Collusion. Collusion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Rugby Inc. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Let's roll, baby. We got lots to, lots to cover. <laughs> yeah, there's a fair bit of rugby this, this weekend. Was huh? Zero rugby happening, and zero of it was good. <laughs> Actually, that's good. The, 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 yeah, we'll get to that. That's My problem was... Because of all the internationals, so much of the rugby that we watched was not good at all. And well, it depends on which, which one you're looking problematic. at. Problematic. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Like I said. Yeah. Right. First things first. Oh, Track yes. Them. I'm out of habit of this. Yeah. No get more Wednesday practices. So. We got drinking practice now. I need it. Yeah. I'm a lightweight these days. So share us with your friends on your favorite podcast app. Download, rate, review, all that good stuff. I got a tiny shadow here. Well, about a 60-pound shadow here. Oh. Hey, um, he, he, daylight savings threw him off. He thinks it's, oh, he it's, still so, thinks it's food time. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's off here. Yeah. He still thinks it's food time. Not yet, yeah. bud. Um. Grab our good friend George, the Fancy Rugby Geek of Coffee. We've got Automation Series going on with Fancy. We've got FRD Prem, and we know the challenge that that presents, and we'll have Champions Cup uh, FRD as well soon. So he's going to be a busy boy, so make sure you support yes. him. Buy him a coffee slash beer, and he'll appreciate it very much so. There is no discrimination on our podcast, nor should there be in life or in sports. Uh, <laughs> we had... we. When you agree, when you can get the world to agree with NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, you know you messed up. And it was our old, it was the team here in Boston right. that messed up and royally. For, <laughs> like, for those who for those who are unfamiliar, it is now tradition. It's custom at the when the NA, when the uh, Stanley Cup is awarded, Gary Bettman comes out to award it. It's now customary to boo him at this yeah. occasion. Like it started. I can't remember Goodell. when it started, but like. Everybody hates him, so it kind of became a thing. So everybody boos him. Now he kind of leans into it. But anyway, he still Boston Bruins, dumbasses that they are, signed this this guy who's troublesome. He has a incredibly racist and abusive history, um, mm. and is not generally a not a well liked individual. But he's like, apparently a talented hockey player. Bruins said, "Yeah, oh yeah, we'll we'll pick him up." Like, well, apparently nobody thinking nobody was looking or something or nobody was paying attention. <laughs> they send those sheets around, bro. Right. And the play, like everybody hated it. Like the, the, um, like I was, I happened to be driving in to, in the city to, uh, to go to a rugby match and I threw on the sports talk and it was like all talking about this guy and about how bad an idea, well, how terrible it was. And mm-hmm. Batman had to come out and be like, he's not eligible to play in the NHL. And the Bruins are like, oh, well, I guess we can stash him in the AHL. The AHL comes out with this statement saying, if they're banned from the NHL, they can't play with us. <laughs> like, that's been a longstanding thing. Yeah. And and Batman's like, hey, he's ineligible. He cannot play in the league. And so, and the, oh, the Bruins players came out and were like, he will not play with us. Yeah, like, I think it was Bergeron that was the most vocal yeah. about it, which is good because that's their captain. So Right. 
And so um, just good on everybody else, but the Bruins front office for, for like, this is, this is what should happen. You know, like, yes, people deserve second chances and all that, but there's been a lot of just a crying apology and that's what's mm-hmm. acceptable. And it's no, like, that's, that's not, not it. That's not it. That's not enough. And he hasn't even done that. So, um, yeah, it's problematic. It's super. Yeah. Problematic. yeah. I, and I'll, I'm, I'm for second chances, chances, excuse me. I'm, I'm for natural consequences of your actions, uh, right. and the ripple effect that it causes, but I'm not for outright cancel culture. I'm not that stupid. Um, but when, so when you show remorse, true remorse, mm-hmm. and you're actually, a, you know, feel bad about what you did for what you did, not because you got caught, but because of what you did. Right. And yes, he did it years ago and he was a young, dumb kid, but he really hasn't shown a lot of education and maturity about it. And he was, and it was really bad. And I'm not going to describe what it was, but I read what it was. It was pretty gross. Um, and just the, and I mean that in so many ways of the term. Um, but when you, if you can show that you're doing the work and you're trying to get better and you're trying to not be this piece of garbage, I'm into that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I second chance deserved. That is not this kid. So right, he's got a ton of work to do. Right, and that he hasn't done not... any of it. And that like everybody started acknowledging that. And so, but just you have to think like, yeah, we under I understand. You know, there's still that old school mentality and in, in a lot of people and and positions of influence especially and team ownership and leadership but mm-hmm. you know that shit doesn't fly anymore no that like ain't gonna the, work the especially with this generation of players where culture matters just as much as mm-hmm. like any other part of the team so right. no we want good people that we want to be like we want to have fun with and and we want to play hockey or you know or whatever sport it is that like that needs to be inclusive and if, if having one person means that other people are excluded, that's not how it works. That's not, no, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. I've had to deal with right. that myself in a couple, in the last couple of years with the uh, team I coach. It's just mm-hmm. the one player is not worth it. Simple as that. All right. Way more fun news. Uh, we have our Patreon out there, of course. Mm-hmm. Sheet number two will come out this week because it will. I'm gonna I'm gonna tag team with Ben to make sure this thing happens. So Ben's not yeah. trying to swim on his own over here. There will be obviously there'll be rankings. There'll be there'll be um, the blog is up. The the boom bust mm-hmm. again. Thanks for being patient. Appreciate that. I will. I've no longer got a completely screwed up schedule for at least a few months. So I can <laughs> <laughs> so I can get a, a rhythm of it now. Uh, so there'll be there'll be that. Rankings, like I said, and uh, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. we'll start finding. I'm gonna start digging out some old content that we can maybe throw up there that didn't make certain pods. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll we'll throw that out there for for some fun bonus <laughs> stuff as well. Let's. We got a small. We have small some small things to take care of. So, I was just looking at the prem schedule this mm-hmm. uh, this morning. And they've they've already they've confirmed a round fourteen. The they've confirmed round fourteen, which is supposed to be mm-hmm. the second half of the season, which is supposed to be the half they're supposedly fixing. Right. And right. after just four matches, a whole lot of nothing. You know, it... there's five matches in round thirteen, though. There is, and that's because it would be Wasp and Worcester playing each other. 
<laughs> okay. You know? That's what that was. Okay, that makes that, that, so yeah, that yeah. that's how that worked. So it worked. It, I think it worked out okay in that in that instance. Right, but they didn't change. Yeah, it doesn't look like the, yeah. This so is, there's yeah, the one team good. I'm buying, and then there's the five. There's the five matches that would already be there anyway. So it's pretty poor. It, it's pretty poor, and I invite Paul Morgan to come on here, and we'll get George on, and people want answers. And you say it's not a it's a complex thing. Here's your platform right here. We'll we'll give you one. We you know we we're not we don't want to we don't want to be a complete hindrance of the, of things. But if you say well it's really complex and it's not as easy to put out in a tweet. Here's your place right here. You can do it. We will happily have you. We'll arrange a time so you can do it. So it's not you know an un, un, ungodly hour for you. And we'll make this happen, even if we record the segment and then we and then we attach it to another pod. And we'll go through whatever steps you need to go through in order to get you here. Come on here. Let's talk about these complicated issues because I'm tired of the sitting on your hands and doing nothing because that is just absolute bullshit. Plain and simple. It's it, yeah, it's not good for the sport, and it's it's really not good for the prem. Like to have, you know what. Who's not playing this weekend? Like Harlequins are on a second buy because they they were supposedly we were on a natural buy last week, I think, and then now, um, you know they're missing a game. Finally, Leicester are finally playing again this week after how many weeks off? Like many. Is that I'm I'm, you know I'm glad that a lot of the teams are scheduling like friendlies so that they can stay in shape and whatnot. But it's like I guarantee you, a club would have would rather match. have a league game all day. Right. Clubs would rather have those be league games all day. And as um as I was watching the Bath and Newcastle game, our, our friend Sam pointed out that Newcastle has a home game in March, and that'll be their last one until the next season. Mm-hmm. Like the wow. end of March. That wow. that'll be the that would because their last two home games were supposed to be Worcester and Loss. Yeah. So that is not good. No. And you talk about wanting to support clubs, that's gonna kill them. That is a potential to kill them because they have to go without gate, without concessions mm-hmm. for a long freaking time. You know, and yeah, you can call in other clubs, but that's not going to be the same ever. Right. You certainly can't charge the same price. You know, I don't know how you justify that. So other than on the off chance they get a home you know, uh, knockout in the cha- the challenge cup, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're without a they're without a home game for from March until the beginning of next year, which will be end of September, beginning of October because of the World Cup. Won't even be that early. So it's it's fucked. It needs to be addressed, and I I want everybody wants answers. We're not the only ones. And right now, there's a whole lot, whole lot of silence with a, without a whole lot of right. answers, and that's you know you want to talk about infuriating fans that will will do it right there and we're mooks like you and i are forced to fill in the gaps because we don't have anything we nobody's telling us shit right what do you want us to do so stupid 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 all right let's go let's go to something way more fun <laughs> basically the, the good rugby the, the weekend yeah Canada Which is unfair to some teams, but let's yeah. This yeah. was the the certainly the two best matches 
yeah, any comp, and so just remind me again why women's sports are inferior because they're, they're not they're not i mean <laughs> this was I, I fantastic this was semi-final worthy this was semi-final worthy both were but we'll start with this one obviously i mean they were there was almost final worthy to be perfectly blunt like, mm-hmm. this was if this was a final of um it was a great representation of the sport you had the the david versus goliath fight where david almost took down goliath like it mm-hmm. was a it was not england were pushed to the limit and Holy. um there was a really interesting dynamic in the after after um the interviews after the matches but or match but what a just what a performance by both teams um yes especially canada like it, it's all mm. that's that's what sucks they they were the better team on the day but like England just had the talent. We're like, yeah, we're just gonna oh Abby Dow and her magical heal- healing powers. Oh um, that is a that was a huge play too. That's a that's a that's a 10, 12 point swing. Easy. Yep. It's it, that is a huge one. And I mean, obviously coast to coast and the magic that it was, I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. they gotta take this the whole way, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And just it was amazing. It was absolutely fantastic. And I, man, fuck, I wish I was Canadian because I'd be really proud of this team. I mean, right. as a North American, I guess I am, but damn, <laughs> like, that is it. Like, Jaron Paquin is the seven that nobody knew about coming into this tournament other than maybe some of us in North America. Yeah. And that is about it. But we found out about them. We found out about Pelletier. We found out about everybody. I hope at this point mm-hmm. everybody knows Sophie DeGuity at this point. Right. Tutosi, uh, Demersant, like, the center pairing Corgan and Kaljubi is just magnificent. Page Berries mm-hmm. is great. I, yeah, it was it was a fantastic one. The the Buka Boom set up her own try basically mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. She did. She did. <laughs> she she had a good run. Um, got them on the front foot, and then just fin- was the finisher too. I remember, I remember Jeff Bookaboom too. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I love, I love hearing the name Bookaboom. It, it takes me back to the, that. Yeah, the yeah. I was player. like, ooh, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Are is are they related? Uh, I mean, it's not exactly a common name, but you know, they yeah. could be like father and daughter. I think. Oh really? I was thinking yeah. like you know, uncle or something like that, but could be yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe uncle. Maybe maybe that's it. Yeah, it's on. I think it's an uncle. It is. Mm-hmm. That's it. There we go. Got it right. I'm gonna <laughs> get there somewhere. Older generation. Than yeah, her. exactly. So there you but, go. But there is a uh, some, some you know indirect lineage there, and yes, she's anyway, great. Yeah, so. Talented, talented family, just the same. Right. Yeah, it was it was awesome to watch, and you know that that is the and obviously the interview afterwards from Sophie Degudi. Like, imagine what would happen if you got the resources. I was like, <laughs> yeah. no shit. I mean, at this point, we know that England have just basically out-resourced most teams mm-hmm. to this point, and they still got pushed by this Canadian team to to really the did. limit. Yeah, right to the limit, and it was, oof, it was absolutely amazing. And um, certainly hope I, I do hope that Helena Rowland is okay. That was mm-hmm. a little a little nasty. I was like, oh, that's not going to be a good one, is it? No, it wasn't good. Not not good at all. Um, has did Degudi come off the field at all during the World Cup? 
I'm not certain. I wish I'm I not convinced she is. she has. Easily. She's she I'm started every match it. at the very least. Sure, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, and... fantastic. And that was this was really her. Like, if you if you didn't know about her before, which again you should, but if you didn't, like, you do now. You do now, and you better you better come away with remembering it because mm. um, fuck, she was good. And she's gonna be around for a long freaking time. She is. She's super young. She's 23. Yeah. She's 23. She won't be 24 till June. And like, yeah, she'll have many more chances at this. And it wouldn't surprise me if she won one. I I I agree. I agree. I think she'll win one. Uh, not currently with any of the Premier 15's teams either. She was with Ceres for a spell. Mm. Uh, yeah, she'll get she'll get a she'll get a team now. Mm-hmm. At your ass, she will. You bet your ass you will. So it'll be so it's England into the finals. Zoe Aldecroft, the she's the she is the reigning world player of the year, right? Yes. Uh, I make that up. sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I mean they've shoved her into the second row to make her for Alex Matthews. Right. I was like, yeah, okay, that's that 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 works. But yeah, that, that works. That'll that that'll works. do. And you know, it's it's fun, like we have Emily Tutasi and then we have the I think the best hooker at this World Cup so far, Amy Cocaine. Mm-hmm. And they were definitely two of the. I I don't know if there's any better two other than those two right now, going into the the semifinals. So, no. really interesting fun. It, it, it's so fun to watch these interesting matchups like this and just to dig into them a little bit more. And I I really enjoyed this. So it'd be sad when it's over next week. I know this has been amazing to watch, and they've they've put on such a show. So I think mm-hmm. I think this. Women's World Cup is going to be much more entertaining and on the bounce than the uh, than the men's will be. Mm. Certainly, given what we're looking at <laughs> this weekend, which was you know some good, some bad. Yes, but I know, right? Some good, more more. Well, we have <laughs> we have their opponent, and yeah, it's New Zealand, and it was only by the just a little bit, chin, chin kind of thing, just a little like, bit, squeaking by. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the two two of the best players, if not two the two best players for France, stood up big time in this match and gave them the puncher's chance that they had. Menage and Vernier, obviously, they both got on the scoreboard, but did so much more than that. I, I you know, right, as of right now, Gabriel Vernier is my twelve of this tournament. I don't know that I don't know if there's another one that you could really put in there uh, that's done more than her, and she is a lot of fun to watch on top of it all and. She's been doing the interviews too, which is all, which is fun to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always fun to hear. Um, but but the Kiwis are not to be denied, <laughs> not to be denied. Uh, stop me if you heard this before. Ruby Tui gets absolutely smashed, and then she gets up and she <laughs> gives the middle finger to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that one before. I think we talked about that last week. So yeah, she did it again. <laughs> yeah. Got a, and I don't know if it was a to call it a tip wasn't necessarily a tip, but mm-hmm. I agree with the idea of it is on the tapler to have some sort of element of safety to bring the player to deck without them, you know, smashing right. into the earth. Right. So I'm okay. With, I, I I think they ended up coming away with penalty only, which was perfect. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, yeah, that's good. But yeah, for, Tui felt that uh, that was one of those ones where you're like, okay, I need a minute to catch my breath because yeah. just the the air just. Gets it's just blasted out. out of you. It's the worst. Yeah. Uh huh. 
I hate that. But then she got up and she was able to follow. And then you just feel like, because there's that moment of panic mm. when it first happens. Because, yeah, you, the air just shoots out of you and you feel like you're suffocating. Totally. But it's like, it's the briefest of moments. And then after that, you're like, no, I'm fine. I just got the wind knocked out of me. But like. Yeah, you wonder what you the hell happened like to a, you. You just sit there like a dumbass. You're like, all mm-hmm. right, come on. Totally. Let me breathe again. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please no. Yeah, but then yeah, you get angry and go score tries. Like, <laughs> absolutely. If you're Ruby, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we talk about I talk about Bernier on the other side for mm-hmm. twelve, and as far as open play goes, I'm not sure there's a better ten than Demet right now. I, I awful off the tee, but uh, the, that'll be the Kiwi's <laughs> downfall potentially is that awful off the tee, but they don't have anybody mm-hmm. that's been super consistent. Um, I think that's Wayne Smith's bugaboo right now. I'm sure he's trying to solve that as we speak. Yeah. But I, as far as open play goes, I'm not sure there's been a better 10 than really demand. Like, I I watch her, and she does she does so much ball in hand, on defense, uh, takes, you know, the show and go. She's, she's keeping her game well mixed, which is what makes a really good 10 really hard to fucking defend. So mm-hmm. I, I I give her a ton of credit, and I, I, if she can do that, and I think she'll be okay in making up for you know whatever kick she misses, right? Because if she's at if she's adding like a try or two a game by herself, just with you know her play around the pitch, mm-hmm. that that's that'll make up for the the boot. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. The um, but then again, somebody needs to step up with and and get a boot on them because that's come on. Best team in the world. Yeah. Like, you're you're gonna if it's need not it. if it's if it's not Dement, then find someone else. And that's uh, okay. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. Doesn't you know? no. Scare it kicks for England. It's fine. Exactly. You know? And like, you know, Elliot Daly will kick, even the, you know, like especially just you know, it's a specialist or something like that sometimes. Like there's mm-hmm. all sorts of Yeah. Holmes was probably a little Spade bit better before too. she came off. Yeah. So I'll give her that. I and I want to point out one more player on the um on the Black Ferns, Maya Roos, she has kept uh, Jordan Namu on the bench for the majority of this tournament. I think week, I think the first match Namu started, and that was it. And that was it. She's been starting since. Jordan Namu is a very good player, and Maya Roos is pretty fucking young, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. And she's kept her on the bench this whole time, just about. So I think it speaks volumes. And that's what, and I do love Wayne Smith for like, if you're good enough, you're playing. I don't give a shit yeah, how old exactly. you are, yep. you know, and he's clearly shown that in this tournament as well. Uh, she's 21. So, oh. yeah. And yeah, then who's been, the... been around the block. So for her to hold her out is pretty special for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You had freaking, you know, you had Holmes who, who set up the Tui try, Tui, and then. Portia Woodman, Stacey Fuller, obviously. And then you mm-hmm. get to bring on this freaking dynamite little package in Leia Telinga. Like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's going to be to stop. It's going to be a hell of a final. Oh, Jesus. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm not going to, I'm not watching it live. So everybody stay the fuck off my phone. Yeah. I'll do it on, <laughs> right. I'll put it on airplane mode. Or you turn, if you do anything to try and spoil this thing for me, I'll watch it in the morning. Thankfully, I don't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, kegs and eggs, it's baby. Match. It's at uh, like one thirty a.m. Oh, it starts at ten thirty. Uh, are you looking at the third place? Oh no, that's the third place. 
Yeah. 130. Son of a shit. Yeah. No. Honestly, I, I will I will skip the the 1030 and go to bed and yeah. Wake exactly. up for the wake up for the other one. Although and, I'm still gonna watch the other one. The, the oh yeah, I'll watch it too, but I'll watch that afterwards. Yeah, so it'll be great. Again, another I think it'll be just two more advertisements for the game. And that is yep. that is just fantastic. And yeah, they said it in one of the automations matches, like if you haven't watched it, freaking you're missing out. Go. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Err. Speaking of, hold on. But yeah, so we have New Zealand. Eden Park's already sold out. Nice. Eden Park sold out. Oh. And now they're they're like they're working on more seating and people are banging down doors like, hey, who's got a ticket? So wow. That is that is great in so many ways. That is. You know, and just yeah, well done to everybody that's making this thing happen. Cause I am mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for the sport to hear that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that is that is great stuff. So yep. New Zealand, England. I call I was calling it the whole time. I was talking to my high school kids. I was like, it's gonna be England and New Zealand in the final. Well, here we are. Now let's get to it. Little kegs and eggs on Saturday morning. <laughs> and can we say also good for good to France for for not francing it? Totally. <laughs> like they did not have a how French moment in this tournament. No, it just you know you feel for Juan who missed the yeah who missed the what would have been the winner, but yeah, it's harsh. But that's not a you know that's that's a kicks kicks go bad. It sucks. Yeah, it really, yeah. Like, she it, there were and Vernier said and afterwards she's like there was so much that went wrong besides that kick. So I'm right, not going right. to think about that. It's not no, you can't. It's just that moment. Like oh, it's, it's easy to point out, obviously. Yeah, yeah. All right. There's more international rugby, I suppose. Tidy bit. Tiny bit. Yeah. Um, briefly, Italy, Scotland, uh, Samoa, Fiji, and Samoa and Fiji. Uh, Italy and Samoa, just track mean, meet. Run, run, run. You mean some... <laughs> Italy and Samoa. Yeah, Italy and Samoa. It was a track yeah, meet. Italy and Samoa, Scotland and Fiji. Yeah. Scotland okay. and Fiji. Yeah, I got all the teams in there. I just mixed them up. <laughs> <laughs> got all the right ones in there. Right. Uh, um, they're on the same was, time window, too. That was helpful. The two guests, yeah. Um, yeah, Italy and Samoa, track meet. Mm-hmm. Just run, run, run. And yes. I'm sure it'll be a lot different this week for, for both of them. Although I think Samoa's playing Uruguay. So um, we'll see. They're, they'll probably get the mm-hmm. better, better of them. Although yeah. we know Uruguay can be a problem. And then Scotland and Fiji. Um bit disappointing for Scotland, I will say. Bit disappointing. Uh I know Hastings yeah. came off. Mm-hmm. Fiji are very close. They're very close. You know, they they were talking about on the broadcast there was only a week or so of time for mm-hmm. them to get together. Right. right. It's kind of tough. So, yeah. so I I would I would be I, very I scared ask, of them at the World Cup. I want to ask the question. Because I don't think it's being asked. And then I know that um, it's always an uncomfortable question to ask. Um, but we've been talking about him for some time. Is Stuart Hogg still an international quality 15? Maybe for Scotland. But his uh, his replacement could be very much ready to go soon, I would yeah. I would guess. Yeah. Because it's just it's yeah, not, what I saw out of my... It's I, not happening I anymore. I wasn't impressed of, so... No, 
Um, and that's why he's getting a lot of shit. Apparently, I saw that he got um, he put out a statement about it or something like that. That like because people are giving him so much shit because he was like kept, you know, tidying up his man bun. It's like you keep you you're messing with the your hair more than you're actually playing rugby. And Just that's leave not it down, bro. He, yeah. <laughs> um, and he he you know, took a, obviously offense to that and, and all. And it's like. He, and he's like, I, you know, go oh, because he also got like dental stuff done, like teeth whitening or something. I, like I that. know that. I knew that. And so that, everybody's like, funny. oh, you're so vain and something. Like it's like, no, I like to look nice. That's not a problem. And it isn't, but it's also like, you know, the first thing people are going to say when it is. And that, that's, that's probably, that's bad. not fair to him, though. Right. That's not fair to him. He's always Trust, had, just he's always been it, a pretty boy. It's right. Not, that's not a problem with that. That's not, no. you know, and I'm, I don't say that condescendingly. I mean, that's just, you know, He's a very good-looking individual, and he likes to present himself and, mm-hmm. and decorate himself. That's just the way he is. Let the man be. Um, you know, it, it's it's nothing wrong with it as long as, and it's just your, you know, however you choose to present yourself, whatever. It's always going to be magnified when you start playing bad rugby. Right, right. Different story, obviously. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to put that out there because I think that needs to start being asked in wider circles. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with that. That that itself, no way. Yeah, I agree. Let's go to the principality. First off, the man in the middle, 100 tests for nice. Wayne Barnes. He, yes, I thought he He's did still a going. job. Yeah, He's still going. <laughs> yeah. More, the more, certainly one of the more communicative reps out there. Mm-hmm. He'll let you know what's going on, which most players do appreciate. And I know people will bitch about it, but. Listen, if right. I don't know that I'm illegal, and I'm I'm going to keep doing mm-hmm. it until you tell me I'm illegal. So <laughs> exactly, and it, and whether or not you agree with what he's saying, he's at least giving you the conditions under which you have to play. Agreed. Agreed so it's agreed. like okay, I might not, you might, I think you're wrong, but you've communicated like whatever. It's I'd rather have that than um somebody who just makes a, what I consider to be a bad call, and like mm-hmm. then they're like describing what they think happened that I don't, I didn't consider, you know, it didn't seem that way to me. So it's like, uh, but at least Wayne Barnes would be like, no, don't use your hand, you know, no hands or whatever. And it's like, okay, I'll, no hands. I'll release. Okay. 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 I don't agree with you, but, like, but I'll you release while me, I so tell you a I'll fucking listen. asshole. Yep. <laughs> like, refs actually don't mind that so much. Cause then it's, it's almost playful. It's like, Oh, you asshole. I thought I had it. And it's yeah. like, you know, I mean, <laughs> like, okay, well, at least you did what I said. Yeah, I released. Damn it, <laughs> I yeah. didn't want to. <laughs> you can call me an asshole while you're releasing, as long as you're releasing. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh man. Anyway, to the game. Uh, Aaron Smith heard you. He, yeah, yeah. I think I asked a similar question. Not, not so, not so much of that though. But yeah, he was in um, rare form. Full so, flight. Good for him. Full on flight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And it came down to number one. Um, Wales have something going on with Rio Dyer. Yes, they do. Woo! Another lightning quick kid. Jeez, him. Right, that's what they needed was another fast wing, right? Yeah. Who, who nose for the for the try line. Yeah, yeah, good nose for the try line. It was a good setup setup piece on that one. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I really felt like they just they didn't go for it. They just tried to keep it close and. Although New Zealand are a team that has been struggling, they're happy to just be front runners and stay in front. They don't care. You mm-hmm. need to put pressure on them by getting you know, at least tied with them, if not in front of them, 
And right. they are a team that goes for tries more often than not. And they know when they can and when they can't, usually. And mm-hmm. they knew they could. They, they, they felt like they had tries in them during this game. And they were right. Mm-hmm. They, they were. And it, it just it kind of opened up. So um, over time, it was kind of like the opposite. You know, they just got. Yeah, eight, eight tries. Yeah. Oof. Eight tries. And just a steady do- dose of them. Like every. Mm-hmm. Felt like every like 10 minutes or so they were scoring yeah, a try. 10, let's see. 18, yeah. 10, 18, 33, 46, 46 53, 65, 75, 77, 82. So it's like, yeah, just about. Just, yeah. <laughs> pretty steady. Pretty <laughs> steady as it goes. Every 10 minutes, they scored around, you know, give or take. They scored a try. So, um, yeah, it was just like, all right, we fucked around long enough. Let's score a try. Like, yeah, pretty much. Or they just kept putting themselves, like, they would score a try, then put themselves in position to score another one. Mm hmm. And then they did a lot. Yeah. The where did I, where did I, where did I see it? Um... I mean, overall territory. Wales held overall territory. That's crazy. But yeah, I did notice that. And there wasn't. I mean, you can count Artie, but <laughs> there wasn't a lot. There wasn't. <laughs> there weren't many guys. Jordy Barrett was the highest on meters made. Um. Nobody cracked 100, and the forwards were pretty quiet for the most part in terms of meters made sans Artie, uh, although Tonkiaho near the end there, obviously. But, yeah, so I don't know. Just never feel like felt like Wales gave themselves a chance. Like when the forwards start to – when all the forwards, though, start to feel like they can just run rampant, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And granted, like I said, none of them went over 100, but they were all – there were a lot of them up 50 and, 50 and above, I think. At least three of them, three or four of them, which is too, which is probably too too many, honestly. If you want to give yourself a shot against any team, let alone um, New Zealand, let's see. Yeah, 50, 40. Okay, uh, okay. I was thinking of popularly. He was close, forty five. Still, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the comment you sent me, and I know it was, it was obviously altered, but uh, and maybe that's the point that I was thinking of earlier, like. And we've said it before, like, yes, the All Blacks have not been good, but it's not only that they've not been good, they've clearly lost their way in their player selection with mm-hmm. picking Silver oh, right. picking oh, no. Shannon that, Frizzell in the same team. That that was not altered. That was no that was, that somebody no. actually did that. Yes. <laughs> that was like the um oh. was that BBC Wales or something? No, it it was like the Telegraph or something like that. It was one of the yeah, one of the major. I guess okay. it was kind of a one of the yeah. News no, it was serious. No, that they actually posted that allegedly. Oh so, my god, that is a riot. Yeah, but yeah, back to the point. Like, it isn't just that they're doing poorly; it's that they've also decided to just like throw away all their values on top of it, which makes it worse right. in a lot of ways. And for me, I'm you know I was one that always, you know, I really enjoyed. The James Kerr book legacy, which was primarily about the New Zealand All Blacks, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed reading Richie McCaw's book, and gave me a lot of inspiration in how I want to run my teams and carry and carry myself. But since then, yeah, we can probably stop at 2015 when Graham Henry and Wayne Smith walked away. Mm-hmm. It yeah, they they've lost it away, and it's not just that they've been and of recent. It's not only because they're playing poorly; they they've really just lost a lot of what used to make them them and right. it's for me as a person that grew up just 
the only thing, the first thing I knew about rugby was the All Blacks. And mm-hmm. it was a team to just full of wonder and to behold. And you're just like, ooh, mm-hmm. the All Blacks, the Haka, everything. Mm-hmm. And now it's Doesn't, it's not yeah. that anymore. And no, I don't even know. If, I don't know if kids do that nowadays either. Maybe over here. Um, but still, it's just it, it is in a lot of ways. My inner child is disappointed at the very least. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it it's hurtful in a lot of ways, but it also was like you got to call it as it is. And yes, they've they've lost mm-hmm. a lot, including their morals and obviously their their dominance uh, that they once had. So pretty poor in a lot of ways. So fucking poor. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, it it's one of those like. It's not worth it's they, you know the whole thing was it's not worth it to win like that and now it's like oh no it's worth it to lose like that that's that's mm. you know. yeah really a punch in the face on that one really mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons Ireland South Africa just tight as tight can be yeah like that's playing to exactly what these teams like. You know they no, wanted to play it close. playing to what I mean, South Africa likes. We've seen better from Ireland recently. Yeah, we have. I will say. We have. But I think they kind of decided they were going to go to a dark place to win this. Well, um, when they picked Murray at nine, that was my initial thought. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they are prepared to go toe-to-toe and play South Africa's way. Because it kicked up a notch when um, when they made that switch. So mm. when they when they um, yeah, when they pulled Murray. like Yeah, you know, he's, he was definitely in trouble. Yeah, he well, he was too. He needed to come out. No, no. No question about it. Um, but um, what was it? Jameson Gibson Park was like a huge spark. As you'd expect from Jameson Gibson Park. And right. then McCloskey got, got thrown in there kind of late. Henshaw dropped a little late, although it sounds like mm-hmm. he knew knew it was going to happen. And then he had to come off because he was banged up. And Jimmy O'Brien mm-hmm. comes on and... Yeah, Furlong came up, and to so to credit Ireland, they did all this with some serious adversity that faced them in the moment, and also right up leading up to kickoff. So, got to give them a little bit of credit in that sense. And Sexton mm-hmm. was probably carrying something for the most yeah, right. for the majority of the match as well, and didn't really mm-hmm. didn't really rest until the last five minutes or so. Yeah, um, it's amazing to me that um. Oh no, Amani came off with twelve minutes left, but I think he came off on kind of a yeah no they that was a tactical sub to bring Conan mm-hmm. on. Um, yes, but it's amazing that Omani, like if all the people who are in that you know who just get their you know throw their face into the shit, he's the one who like actually just walked away <laughs> smiling and yeah and happy. It's it's crazy. You knew it. <laughs> um, nope. Yeah, this is not the place to do it. <laughs> right. I need to just keep going. I need to just and, keep uh, moving. But, uh... Just yeah, dis- disappoint. I'm obviously disappointed in the Springboks' reaction to this, though. Once again, yeah, because um, you know <laughs> I noticed that Razzy didn't include the uh, um the, the the oh, there's Ruby getting smashed. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that was um, yeah, <laughs> off. So um, no, like uh. You know, then Razzy puts it together his video again and, and is doing all this shit. Like, come on, man, stop, stop it. You've gotten yourself Especially, in trouble like, once already, dude. 
I like now that the reaction is, oh, are we, um, you know, I'm glad that he's highlighting that uncalled, um, was it she? <laughs> the neck roll that Sia did, yeah. It's like, oh, that must be what he's what he's trying to highlight here. And it's like, that's that, the only no, thing it's I saw. not. Um, but again, you're, you're nothing around that, um, the, the Colbe and uh, who was it? Uh, um, that should have been, uh, to my mind, I, I like, you know, if we were being letter of the law-ish, um, a yellow for PSDT and a red for uh, for Colbe, or at least a mm. yellow for, like, a, at least a yellow for both. Yellow for each, yeah, probably. Because, um, like, PSDT kind of drilled him into the, like, he kind of drove him. Like, that would be, right. like, in an NFL, they would, they would flag that for roughing the passer kind of thing, like, driving mm-hmm. a guy into the ground. Driving like, into the ground, yep. Yeah. Um, even if he's just laying on his back or something like that, that, that would be a call. And yet he's doing it with the guy head down, um, uncalled for. But of course, right. Razzie's going to ignore that and try to whine about some other bullshit. Like, no. And even the for... um, the the one forward pass that they're talking about that in the in the lead up to the the um, the Hanson try, Hanson try. No, the other one. Um, oh, the Vanderfleer. Uh, yeah, the Vanderfleer try. There was a penalty in between. So it's like you can't. It's not like it was a. Oh, this was in the phases leading up to it. It, it wasn't. It was. It was like in the phases leading up to a penalty, which led to the. So no, that's don't not, commit the that's penalty, bullshit. dummy. We're not even talking about the same segment of, of play. So yeah. Um, to me, and for me, look at yourself and the way. You, and you know, Springboks are very famous for doing a six-two split mm-hmm. at this point. You didn't put a recognized goal kicker on your team besides Vilsa, right. and that's what cost you. Mm-hmm. He's possibly learned his lesson because Monty Leibach's on the bench this week, uh, so potentially to resolve that potential issue. Just the same, like you, you, you went with your hard-headed style mm-hmm. and had to had to do your thing. And you know, Damian Vilsa doesn't have a great record of goal kicking, so you had to know that and to go in there and just say fuck it anyway. You know, kind of your fault. So maybe just look inwards a little bit to start with, and then we can worry about outward. And mm-hmm. listen, we all we all criticize referees, but at the same time, ninety percent of us recognize that at the end of the day, you lost the match somewhere else besides this one call. Or exactly. That one this call. was not a, this right. The the refereeing was was fine in this match. It wasn't. Was it was it great? Was it like the best refereeing I've ever seen? No. Hell no. But it was but still it was still whatever. decent refereeing. It was confident. It was you know nothing that I really saw that I was like, oh, that's horrible. It's just, no, I didn't jump out of my seat or anything either. Shit so. happens in some cases. And yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes like you get neck rolled, which causes your legs to fling out and you kick the ball accidentally because you're getting <laughs> neck rolled. Because <laughs> you're really worried about what's going on with your neck and less so about what's going on with your foot. Right. Call me nuts. So, right. And the referee saw, um, you know, didn't see anything happening either way. So let's play on. Play on. Right. Whatever happened to play to the whistle? Yeah, we can get into I mean, that we saw that we bit. saw that in the NFL this week too. Somebody thought like the runner was out and stopped, just stopped instead of like giving him a little shove to make sure he was out. Um, and the red guy ran for a touchdown. Like play to the whistle. <laughs> like if yeah. you the ball gets kicked out, sometimes it happens. Sometimes the referee can't tell which foot kicked it out. You know, sometimes when you see a guy driving forward, you think hit the back. You know, he healed it out. Right. So sometimes unless you, you absolutely see it, which is rare. It's hard to call, and some you know, and 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 then not an obvious case like that where the guy's falling backwards. Like that's mm-hmm. no, yeah. Let's no. go to. He better score more than sixteen points. Yeah, let's start so. there. 
Yeah. When you good, score more than 16 points, you can bitch about something. Yeah, usually a good, a good place to start as well. Let's go to France. I have not seen this match either. Le Bleu and Australia, and we had a we had a classic. It was not the typical performance we expected out of France, so I'll give Australia credit. They made life difficult on this team, no question about it. But they're... This is another. This is an issue that I had with this particular player a few years ago, Bernard Foley, mm. and I still don't know if he's going to do anything special for this team to get them over into that next realm. And I understand they're thin at ten mm-hmm. right now, but he's I still don't love. I still don't love it. Like no, he's not that. He's not that guy. He's no. the guy who can he start a World Cup match for you? Yes. Like can he eat minutes? against like a, a second tier team and you can win yes are you going to play him in a knockout round and expect it to go well for you no you shouldn't no and and actually you know maybe maybe they're using this as that that kind of learning experience where this they get that you know and they're, yeah they're, they're having some struggles finding a 10 at the moment australia um but maybe that's why they trotted him out to be like, okay, let's see what he can do against mm-hmm. France in France and see how France would play. Right. Now that right. they've got to, you know, ultimately this might be, you know, good for them. And if they, have, if they, you know, end up playing in the world cup, they've seen each other and, but France haven't seen Australia at their best. Probably is the 10. No. And this is not France. And Nick their White, best not nine. I don't think no, he's I the know. best nine. Either. Definitely not. So I agree. Right, that that alone makes for a big difference, and the fact that Australia still almost won. Um, yeah, like I said, this was this was a a poor. And Australia's had so to the upside of all of mostly Southern Hemisphere teams. They've been together for quite a bit. Yes, they had a mm-hmm. small lull um, between the Rugby Championship and now, but they've been together more recently. Australia's also had another week besides this because they played uh, played Scotland last week. Right. So they've they've had a bit of a tune up as well. So they're. They're a step, probably a step in front of where France was, and France still found a way to get this over the line. Damien Pinot is so bloody good, like just He's something right. out of nothing, something out of absolutely nothing. And I was like, okay, well, that is very, <laughs> that is very French. Like that is very this French team mm-hmm. right now. That's what it is. Just something out of nothing. What you know, just throw caution to the wind a little bit and see what happens, and it worked. In for France, they've they've got Intimac, who's coming off injury, so he's not a hundred percent. They have some other guys that are missing at this point. Um, they won't have Jaminet. Uh, there's still there's still a lot to, for them to just get going in a little in, in a lot of ways. And luckily for them, they have Charlie Bear to fill in when <laughs> when Intimac was gassed, and they lost they lost Piku kind of early too, which was less than awesome. Uh, so there's there's good things to take out of this for, for Australia. What's Piku up? played sixty six. Piku played sixty six. So yeah, but I think he came off. But I think he came off oh, eventually. Worse and yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he would have eventually finished. Um, yeah, and there's this is you know that might be the best back row that they could put together, which is good. But they haven't played mm-hmm. together for a hot minute, uh, right? They went six two off the bench as well, which kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. I was like, huh. 
Okay, we're gonna go with that. Ramos well, I was think that, yeah. awesome off the tee, though. So they didn't have they didn't have Melvin who? <laughs> no problem. Yeah. And, and you know, they <laughs> Australia turned in some fucking wonderful tries. The Paquetti try and the Campbell try were both awesome. And Fuketti was uh, was end to end again. Tom Wright was the one that was the spark plug for it. So I give Australia credit for if that's the type of stuff they want to do. Bernard Foley's not going to be the guy to play ten to do that for them more often than not, though. That's the thing. Maybe that's what I was kind of driving at before. Yeah, and I and that's the stuff we love to see. And to me, you got to be able to take the ball to the line now and again as a ten. And I'm not sure Foley's doing that very much. So. That's my primary issue with Bernard Foley as the 10 and right. I'm not, Australia. Yeah, I'm not sure he has that kind of he's a good distributor, but he doesn't have that that running game to him, certainly. Nope. Nope. Agreed. And then <laughs> to Twickenham on Sunday. God, this one sucked. Like, go on, Pumas. Go on. Right. I, I, I'm. I'm all about. I'm all about what they did in this match. Honestly, really? yes. fuck Jones. Fuck yeah, Jones. Seriously. Fuck England. So, sorry, English England fans. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Fix your shit. Not that's not my fault. Uh, Pumas. Fuck yeah, love it. I think there's something that number one. I am so glad that Dowie Marsh does not do Premiership games oh, weekly. Yeah. Because bad as we bitch about some of the guys in there. He is 10 times worse, and I would gladly punt him if I ever met him. Um, <laughs> but so to but to the point, like they want to say, oh, well, England have all the territory. Da, da, da. I think they've forgotten that Argentina will happily just tackle their faces off until yeah. England hurt, because that is what they I'm pretty sure that's what they did against for both of their wins in the rugby championship, at least against New Zealand for sure. Um yeah, they're happy to just right. sit there, like just absorb, like smash you over and over and over again. This this team is full of guys that don't care. <laughs> like <laughs> they don't care. They don't care that you want to run into them. They don't care that you're trying to smash into them. They will happily send you back from where you came from and just smile yeah. doing it. Like, That's and and not only that, but then they have just absolute killers on their in their back three and a mm. ten. Fuck. Um, yeah, it was Santi. Like, yeah. Santi Carreras, that is a genius move, having a, a back three player at 10. Um, right now it is, yeah. And and yeah, he can move the ball, he can run the ball. Like, he's such a threat. And, like, that's the problem with some, you know, a lot of back three players don't like to pass the ball. So you can't put him at 10. Um, but, no, he's right. he he's just good enough to know. And, you know, he's uh, selfless enough to be a great 10, too. So... There were eight players on Argentina with uh, nine or more tackles, I think. Let me double check that. Make sure I didn't fuck that up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Yep. Alamano, um, Montoya, Lavanini. How the hell he's still starting? I don't know, but at least he's productive. Uh, Juan yeah. Martin Gonzalez, Kramer, Matera. And then you go to the back line with. Um, De La Fuente and, Mar- and Maroney as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. No problem just smashing into you. Not a ton of misses either, which is which is kind of the teller teller. Like mm-hmm. De La Fuente had one miss. 
Montoya had one miss. Kramer had two, but he also made 20, so I'll give him credit. Matera's yeah. probably the worst percentage of them all because he only had 11 and he had four misses. Yeah. So they're 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 happy to do what they did, you know. Mm-hmm. And the freaking Bovelli try was superb. Like it was. It was set piece perfection. In a in a can. Is, like that's what that was. And and he's faster than anyone you got. Pretty much, yeah. Like who out there on England was is fat like maybe um maybe Stewart is as fast. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure Coca's at that fast. Maybe JBP if he's on when he's on the right. bench. And how much did that change when he came on too? Like, I I'm at a loss in terms of how to explain they should have been playing somebody not named Ben Youngs for a long right. fucking time. Because now he's claiming that I need a veteran nine. Well, the reason you don't have a veteran nine is because you kept playing this asshole for the last three years, and now you're stuck without anybody that's got experience besides him and Danny Care, who you hate. Right. So it's like you uh, now dug your grave. So just of course, fucking lie in it and shut up. Ben Spencer's there, like, what the fuck? I did everything you asked me to do, and I'm still not even getting a look now. Right. And, and I'm and, and, and I'm okay with him not being in there right now because they do have a a ton of talent in there. Sure. For... Oh, I'm okay with it too, but it's like if you're if you want a you know I don't know I'm still kind of like he would have been a guy if if you had like even if just for a series like this he'd be your veteran scrum half he could be and you could I, start I, Quirk Randall Randall's obviously hurt and I think Quirk right. is now too JVP Alex Mitchell any one of those guys who and he's already sent yeah. Alex Mitchell back by the way yeah because he doesn't like him either. Like okay, I want a veteran, but I don't like these other veter- these veterans who like oh they they run sometimes. Like that's not what I do. Even though Ben, like that's the that's the thing that I fucking hate about coaches because Ben Young will go for so many goddamn selfish runs himself. He doesn't have and the pace for it anymore. He doesn't have the pace for it anymore. But either way, he'll, but he'll still do it. And Eddie's okay with it. it's okay when Ben Youngs does it, but it's not okay when Alex Mitchell does it. It's like what are you talking about, Alex? That's what Al- that's Alex Mitchell's game. That's what makes him great. How about you just incorporate that, you know, like instead of saying, no, we don't do that. You say, okay, well now let's do that too. This is what you're good at. Let's use it. Like, I don't understand how a coach can just not use the talent. Right. And say, I don't want that, but that's Eddie. I mean, like, you know, he doesn't want Jack. No, he wants Jack Noel on the team because he doesn't make mistakes, except he also just stands there and watches a, a, you know, ball with a thumb up his ass. Well, um, you mean a ton of mistakes. Like, yeah pass such a hard and pass and so and he's not he's not fast anymore nope and so that's the problem like when you look at this team we were you were texting about it before that like who's your attacking player on this team who's the mm. guy who's running with the ball it's it's maybe billy and who's then just it's, there to absorb tacklers right and then it's marcus yep. that's about it and maybe colsey but that's not he's not he's not that great yet and Genj is still not it's it's a prop it's cool that he can do you can still think you can do well, that. He's but... special for what he does with that, but still, right. that's not what you want to lean on. No, he's not going to go 80 meters for a try. Like, who on this team could go 80 meters for a try? You know, it's... yeah, besides JVP, I don't see anybody else. Right. And, and let's be frank, and I, fuck, I hate agreeing with Dowie, but he was right on. Ben Young's ain't scoring that try that JVP did. No. 
Simple as that. And that that was his game. That was what made Ben Young's good. That was the one attribute that set him up to be a good scrum half. It's gone. Mm-hmm. His box kicks are crap. His service was clearly shit. Like, yeah. And it's not the first time. Like it's if it was an anomaly and it was just like one game, I I totally throw it out the window and put it in the bin and be like, all right, whatever. It's not. It happens all the time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, sorry, England. Enjoy your quarterfinal appearance and getting knocked the fuck out. You might get lucky because you because the pool, the brackets might be a little favorable to them. But man, Mm -hmm. they get beyond the quarterfinal. I'll be amazed. They they just right. They. They leave too much to chance. They don't win games. They just hope to not lose them. And it's like, you know, the teams that you're going to go up against are going to be playing to win. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, that attitude will seep over and, and it forces bad habits and it's not good. Right. And let's and let's contrast what he's done with Ben Young's with what Ireland has done with Jamison Gibson Park. We all knew that Connor Murray was one of the best nines in the world after this last right. World Cup. That was not a mystery. No. But Farrell knew... The guy to get him to France in 2023 was not going to be Connor Murray. Could he still be involved? Absolutely, and he probably still sure. will be. He might, and, be. and now they probably and will be. Yeah, they might, and they might even be forced to go another rung down, which is to their benefit as well, because I think Murray's out for this week, so they're going to go probably go with Craig Casey. So with those two, you now at least can get some time for them, and you know, there's Luke McGrath there as well, just in case. I don't think he's as good as Jameson Goodson Park anymore, so that's why he's gone by the wayside. But the whole point being that they that he realized what was going what was going to happen in four years and said, "All right, I need to get Gibson Park ready, and I need to get him into the fold more." Gibson Park's one of the best nines in the world right now. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. No. So no, you're not wrong at all. He's 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 quite good, and he plays differently than Connor Murray. That's the other. He thing. does. It's that they have a different style, but Ireland. Because they're, you know, versatile, can use both of them in in their play. And they yeah, maybe they have to change up how they play with them, but they can they can play a winning ma- a game with either of them. Mm-hmm. It'll just be a little bit different and they can adjust. Like Yeah. That's why yeah, that, that thing I said you was like plan A. It's like, oh well, this doesn't work. You tear it, it's plan tear A. Tear it up. Again. Oh, it's plan A again. <laughs> right. Uh. It's like that doesn't like that's one of the things that we we harp on constantly is that no matter how you play, if you only have one way to play, eventually someone's going to be able to stop it just by dumb luck, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. And then what do you got? Yeah, I'm I'm at a loss, you know. And mm-hmm. there's there's people there, there's two schools of thought that where people are just like, well, people are talking on two two sides of their mouths when it comes to Edward. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he you know he plays to win. Well, that's not true. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, he only cares about the World Cup. That also was not true because right. he's not building for it by any means whatsoever. Right. You know, and and we, if you and... play to win, then what does that mean? That means every other game you're not playing like. And if you're playing to win, you only care about the World Cup. Well, then, so you're not really playing to win. Yeah. Because you don't care if you lose other games. You don't care if you lose these matches. Like you can't have it both ways. No. No. You certainly can't. There's are two contradictory. It's, yeah. it's it's uh yeah and people and people asking including what's his butt Fissler was just like he can't go to the world cup i'm like he has to because you should have fired him after the 2021 six nations mm-hmm. and you fucking didn't so now you have to stick with it because to change Although, right now is uh, that shit crazy oh but but 
okay, okay. So here's my thing. Is it crazy or is it like the only thing you can do? Because <laughs> it's like, I mean, if it really gets that dire, then really it's like, a, it's obviously that bad. It's time to go and be like, fuck it. We're going balls to the wall. We're going, bar- we're going to, to the World Cup barbarian style. <laughs> and with five coaches. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're going to fucking do it up. Like it's not, it's going to be an experience and we're going to try to light it up. And that's your goal. And that's it. And it's like, we're not, you know, defense. Yeah, we'll play some defense, but we intend to put some points up on that scoreboard and just like shithouse it. Like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll be shithousing it. All right. <laughs> and you could win that way. They're talented. They have the horses on that side. Well, not, you know, maybe not so much on that side because the selections are poor, but they have the talent in that, in that pool, yeah. pool mm-hmm. to do it. Right. I'm not disagreeing. Like you could put up a, a fucking awesome 15 or 20, even 23. That could just, you know, yeah, they could just fuck around and, and win a World Cup mm-hmm. because they're that talented and they, they have that, that much skill. You know, like, yep. You know, it, you don't have to play a, a buttoned up, like tied down type no. mat game. <laughs> don't like, tell some people fun. that. <laughs> have fun. You play, you go and like, if Marcus Smith is the, you know, you're, you're kind of killing his will to live because you're forcing him to, to do certain things. And he's such not, he's such his best attribute is his, um, you know, off the cuff stuff mm-hmm. where you just see something and goes and he has, you know, when he knows how to manage it, because on Harlequins, they have guys who can read that and, and, and attack with him. Right. Like yep. if you train people that you don't do that, then when the time come, comes time to do that, they're going to be like, Oh, we weren't supposed to do that. Even though it's like, well, I'm 40 meters up the field. If you would just followed me, we would have scored a try. Like, yeah. <laughs> Support, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Just run. Um, you know, <laughs> but you weren't supposed to do that. No, just fucking run. Just run. <laughs> Shut up and run. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, all right. Um, we don't need to spend much time on this. Let's go to the prem. Yeah. No. Probably the one match that was worth watching was Northampton and Exeter, and only because Northampton were just superb. They were, and Exeter were so shit at what Exeter do. Yeah, somebody just somebody just stick Baxter and Jones in the fucking room, and just the two of them can talk about how great they are and how smart they are mm-hmm. than the other people, and we can, we just, can just be done s- with all this trash rugby. We can like seal God. <laughs> oh yeah, God. It's because yeah, and. Well, back just out of here. Like, um, yeah, Witten still being picked. This whole the whole lineup was just awful, awful. Again, five locks again. How do you how do you have only five locks at, at your services? Like, how do you not have a single real flanker? Tuima was on um, the bench. Who was on the bench? Tuima was on the bench. Yeah, they're one of the backup number eights. Um, didn't want to play him though. No, no, he didn't get it. He didn't get in the field at all. Nope. And it's like, I mean, Dave mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is, is, was just, what's it, did 13 carries, seven meters. Woo! Lighting the world up here. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, at least they were smart enough to give Josh Hodge, like he had the most carry. Oh, no, he didn't. Vermeulen had the most carries. He had 15 carries for eight meters. Holy shit. Lighten it up. This is, like, you look at their volume carriers. Well, first off, so we talked about those two. There's Josh Hodge who had 14 carries for 130 meters because he's fucking good, right? Feed him the ball. 
And then I'm you not have just saying that because I have him on my fantasy team. Either. Right. <laughs> you have Lewis Pearson, eleven carries, eight yards, and Ruben Van Heer's he was a ghost. Carries. I didn't even know him. I mean, yeah, I know. How many times? Ta- he had seven tackles. Saving anyway. grace was he scored, but that doesn't matter yeah. that much. Right. Yeah. Sir Joseph had eighty-one meters on right. like, nine carries. Nice. And and Wally Woodburn was also in this match, but he only played forty minutes. Yeah. No, he, he had to come off injured, but yeah. And 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 Simmons had um was it a charge down or intercept whatever it was. He had that one that went that mm-hmm. that went the distance. So that made up for some of the meters, but he's willing to change his game up a little bit, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they I think that's what any team needs right. out of their ten. On the other side, yeah, like Tommy Freeman still not required by England. I don't know why. Um, pretty good. Tom James off the be- uh, start of the mm-hmm. game, and Alex Mitchell came off the bench. Not so bad, right? Like, yeah, that was pretty freaking good from this team. Oh, I, I it, despite all that they were missing, still they had you know they put together a backline most people would freaking envy. Oh, with it's Freeman, ridiculous. Dingwall, Hotch, Slates. Mm-hmm. Um, although Slates came off, um, Burbank came on for him. It's not like that right. was that bad. Um, exactly. And and Ben Smith, you know, mm-hmm. and Proctor in reserve too. Like you, like yep. this whole lineup is filled with with killers. Like that's you know, seven quality starters mm-hmm. and three ridiculous reserves. Like certainly yeah. starter more than starter worthy. And yeah, and the the newbies for um, Saints are, are showing up pretty big too. Yeah, they're um, starting to play a little better, which is good. Yeah, I guess Scott Young. And Luke Scott. Salkai Loto has played a lot better the last few weeks. Yeah, so I'll give him credit. I, I was on I was on his case before. Mm-hmm. I'll give him credit now. He's really stepped up his game. So kudos to him. Yeah, Scott Young actually was noticeable this match. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's like, oh, he is here. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did move. Uh fuck. All right. We don't need to talk about much else. We'll we'll hit on the games, but man, we do not need to touch on any of these for much longer. Sale no. Gloucester. Ugh, that was just a shit show. Just a like, poo game in general. Yeah, sell sell one. Um, mostly because I think they were at home, and Gloucester just never they they barely got off the bus. Right. It was a gloomy day. Yeah. It was a shit day. No, it's one of those. I, you get, I, I don't know where Gloucester went. <laughs> no, I mean they scored somehow. They scored three tries. Um, I don't like. It was just one of those. Oh yeah, that scored. Okay. Cool. Well, if they had somebody that could kick worth a damn, they would have fucking yeah. been closer. But right. Jesus. Oh, and that was my one my one thing in my brain was like mm-hmm. Tall Trees is useless, but his boot's actually really good. So why the hell did they not take it away from Lloyd Evans and give it to him? Like yeah. especially after the first one that Evans just went mm-hmm. put it in the wrong freaking section. I was like, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's one like that's one that I kick. Like, what are you doing? Right. Are you drunk? <laughs> yeah. you, how, many, how many sets of posts do you that's see? That's the there? one that the fan comes down at halftime and says, Hey, you you're gonna win ten thousand pounds if you hit this kick, right. and it just shanks way off. That's what that right. looked like. <laughs> you know? Oh, that was awful. <sighs> and this is probably the worst game I've seen Charlie Chapman play for a while. So mm-hmm. That also did not help in any way, shape, or form. That's what it was, though. And Ben, ben right. Curry was actually kind of stupid good for the, for the time he was on there, too. So He was, unfortunately. Him, he had to come off. Yeah. yeah. Give him give him credit. And Joe Carpenter continues to just, oh, you know, so impressive. make everyone forget. So, I, I, you know, 
there are some bright spots for sale in there and less so for Gloucester. Yeah. Um, so Skibs has got to go back to the board on that one. Gloucester really missed their internationals. It's bad. It was bad. Yeah, agreed. Uh, another one that was kind of a stinker, Newcastle and, and Bath. Just Ollie Lawrence and Adam Radwin. Anybody yeah. else? <laughs> Anybody else? Hello, anybody else? Any anybody else? No? Okay, cool. Well, Ted Hill. Ted Hill. Yeah, no, was I, he was actually. I thought he and Ferguson Warner were both quite good for mm-hmm. for Bath coming in. The the guys from Worcester, right? Just, but yeah. Um, I think that's like a that that's such a, a coup for for Bath to have gotten a, a Ted Hill type. Well, actually, Ted Hill himself. Um, he's young and he certainly wants to be a club guy, and I think he's one of the like. He wouldn't. I don't think he's one of those who would have left left Worcester for anything. Um, and except I feel this. like, <laughs> except well, right. This wasn't. There was no. He had no choice. He had to. Yeah. Um. I think he's going to be a club guy for Bath. Yeah, I think they got. And, a, I think that's a huge gap for them. Yeah, I agree. And I they've agree. got they've got so much young talent there that it's just going to that it's that much better. It's just like a oh hey like this just fell in our lap like mm. you know for for a. a, a Club that has really lacked in things to cheer for. Um, they're in eighth yeah. place right now, and they deservedly so. Yeah, they're not on the bottom anymore. Hooray! Right. <laughs> we don't suck the most. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> they're within shouting distance of Exeter for and for for good reason. So yeah, they're getting better. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, Ben Grant's putting things together down there. I like it. I'm 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 excited about that. You know, on the other side. Falcons, not, yeah. not so much. Not so much. No. There's Radwin. And Conan, I thought, actually played somewhat decently, but, you know, given what he had to work with. Yeah, still not my favorite. But it's, I know. <laughs> I just wanted to give him a shout for not being complete ass. Complete helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You were confident. Uh, Good job. Congratulations. You were, you weren't a complete bonehead. <laughs> then it's to like, the uh, gate. Was it Jay? Jay Peterman said to uh, Elaine Bennis, "Congratulations on a job done." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, Let's go yeah. to the gate real quick. This was a wet and sloppy one. And... It's kind of the same thing the other way around, though. Like for except you know from Gloucester to to Bears. Bears didn't get off the bus, even though they didn't really have a bus. They kind of just they didn't come out of the locker room. No, they must have drank sleepy time tea. Yeah, I guess in, so. In the training room, because it was, it was. Well, I mean, and then Sari's just rocked him to sleep. That was a, that was a true assassin's hit job right there. Of yeah, just, that, you know, that, to, that, including that, the. Shh, shh, shh. That was ruthless. <laughs> just was, like just, they, they didn't, they didn't do anything. They didn't even give them a chance in terms of like trying to play Bristol's game. They right. just went to their old game, which we knew they were eventually going to have to pull out because of days like this. Right. And it worked. It worked brilliantly. It was ugly as fuck to watch, but Certainly. it worked well. Obviously, Malins was to me. Malins was the well, best player on the pitch. So right, because that's the thing that like that's what I, that that's what Saris have been missing, and certainly last year was the transitional. Like, okay, they would get caught in kick tennis, mm-hmm. and then just stay in it, and the other team eventually would do something dashing and daring, and and it would work out well. Right. Sarries were left kicking themselves like, oh man, we waited too long. This time it was Max Malin's going, you know what? Fuck it. We've been doing this like for five minutes straight. Like, let's just take a run on them. 
and then chip it over the top like because mm-hmm. they weren't ready for it they yeah. they he literally lulled they literally lulled the bears to sleep a little bit and then the chip and chase and points and then that's pretty much game yeah and goody did a good job of managing the mm-hmm. game from 10 and right that's about all he and, needed to do really so right and from me this is this is coming from me now mind you everyone out there Every time that Sarri's got the penalty and, and pointed the posts, I was saying points. Go just take points. Like, that was me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was it was like, it was just win the game. It's, it's, it's just it really it's so was. shitty out. Like, just just keep adding this. Like, this is literally like a keep ticking the scoreboard over because it mm. took the Bears, like, especially once the Bears was. were out of it. Like, you know, you know when it it's going to be, you need to score three tries to get just to think about being back in this match. It's over. Yep. And especially with that weather, it just wasn't yeah. going to be conducive to anything like that. Mm-hmm. I do want to give one tiny bit of prop to uh, Theo Dan, who has clearly um, unseated Ethan Lewis as that as the next hooker in line. He's jumped mm-hmm. him clearly because there's a lot of there's a lot of hookers that are in, that are not available for Saracens mm-hmm. for one reason or another. And you would think Lewis would be the next guy in line because he was for a while. Mm-hmm. Not Theo Dan's now unseated him. So. Um, Another young hooker coming through at Saris. I don't know what to tell you. Right. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, working out like, well. Yeah, it is. I mean, they the hooker, it seems like for what Saris do, the hooker's job is pretty straightforward. It's it's you know, hit your line out throws, you know, organize the scrum well mm-hmm. and just run. Carry <laughs> and, that ball, and, fucking and be, ball. And be smart at the back of the mall. That's yeah. it. That's your job. And especially the the you know the um the throwing and the uh, being smart at the back of the the lineup and making your tackles. He didn't do so well earlier in in, in making his tackles, but that's gotten no, better. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. Like I, yeah, like I pointed out the other week that winning penalty that he, he had the chop there. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. that was a good one. I think it was that that sale that he did that. I don't remember who it was exactly, but yeah, point being, yeah, good stuff from from the boy. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, it's just a typical Saris assassin job and yeah no kidding they stay 10 points up and in the prime yeah and it's it's oh it's gonna be hard i i that's that 10 points is bigger than it seems because i I don't think sale are i don't think sale are six points ahead of wins for saints really like in the long run it'll yeah we'll find out a little bit but i i don't know how many matches saris are just it's going to be difficult to knock saris off this year yeah, Which is there's... ridiculous. I, I don't because they have so much depth that we're seeing in in, in days like yes uh, this weekend. Like, yep, they can manage. They can manage their way through as we call them the dark days of the prem, yeah. and then come out the other side feeling pretty good about themselves. Although we'll see what right we'll see this, this weekend. This weekend, this is going to be this interesting. Is, uh, this will yeah. be fascinating. That's going to be that's going to be a tough one. team. Thank you. Yeah, so, like I'm more nervous have... about this one than than I was about Sale to be, mm-hmm. but at the same time. Saints have huge defensive holes that I think the Saris, if they, if it depends on what, again, in mm-hmm. field conditions and, and a lot, but if, if Saris can be runners, um, watch out. Yep. It'd be very interesting. It'd be, a, it'd be a hell of a match to, yeah, which way they go. Yeah, then they, yeah, that's this match and the Saris have the two weeks off. <sighs> yeah. It's Sucks. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. All right. So that's that. And if you are coming over to the Fancy Corner, we'll be talking about Autumn Nation's uh, series, rug- Fancy Rugby, 
Obviously, start mm-hmm. set all that jazz Champions League. We'll see you over there. If you're not, um, make sure you tune into that freaking World Cup final, man. It's gonna yep. be a freaking doozy. Uh, so get on that. Uh fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or want to discuss anything. Paul Morgan, come on. Here's your platform right here. Right here. Let's do it. Until then, uh, we appreciate you all for listening to us and hanging out with us and uh, being patient with us for, for our knuckleheadedness. And we will uh, we'll catch you all next week. Enjoy it. all the records out there, folks. Have a good one. Later. Later.